Hello, hello. This is Dr. J. Welcome, welcome to Dr. J. Leeds. You know, this is important to me every time I think about the law of empowerment. Today's podcast is about how do we use that law and make it effective. We think about empowerment and we think about ourselves sometimes and we think about leading. And of course, when it comes to leadership, leading well is not enriching yourself. And when we look at the law of empowerment, John Maxwell says it best. He talks about empowerment and he describes it as empowerment is only secure leaders give power to others. And we have heard stories. I'm sure we've heard some of the stories. But when we think about empowerment, it's not about enriching ourselves. Here's the thing. When we... So many times, you know, we see empowered people and only empowered people can reach their potential. How many people do you know? You know, you see them and they're empowered. When a, when a leader can't, or even when the leader won't empower others, because we, we have some leaders who just can't do it. We have some leaders who will not do it. But when we see those leaders who won't empower leaders, what they do is they create these barriers within their teams. And people can't really follow them. People can't get, they can't get over. They can't be their best selves. And a lot of time, if the barriers remain long, then people just give up. It's like employee engagement. Where's the lack of engagement? People just don't do what they're supposed to do, right? There's a lack of interest and then disengagement increases. And before you know it, those barriers get bigger and bigger. When leaders fail to empower others, it's really three things that happen to them. And I want to share with you today these three things when we think about um, barriers to empowerment. Because one of them is, is uh, the desire for job satisfaction. And why is that so important? You know, being in employee engagement and having studied leadership satisfaction and motivation, especially in the workplace, the number one enemy of empowerment is a fear of losing what we have. It's the fear. And that's the problem I try to solve in my coaching business is how do we get people to be at their best self? How do we really do that? We find sometimes leaders are weak and weak leaders worry that if they help their subordinates, they sometimes going to become indispensable. We see that all the time. So they don't do that much for the employees. Here's the truth is that the only way to make yourself <clears throat> indispensable is to make yourself dispensable. In other words, if you if you if you're able to continue empowering the people around you, the people on your team, help them develop themselves, help them see their their value, let them know that they have value. But when you help them develop, they become capable of taking control and taking accountability, and they they will feel like they have value. And you become valuable in the process. Some people think, well, what if I work myself out of a job by empowering others? Some leaders think that I'm not going to help Sharon because she may take my job. People think that all the time. If you keep raising up leaders and empowering them, you're going to develop a pattern of achievement. You're going to develop a pattern of excellence and and leadership will be recognized and you will be rewarded. I mean, if the if, if the teams you lead seem to succeed, then people will say, well, they've got a great leader. 
So that's one barrier, the desire for job um, security. The second barrier is uh, resistance to change. And this is so significant in our day to day. We see this all the time. I think it was John Steinbeck talks about he's a Nobel Prize winner. And he said that it is the nature of man as he grows older to protect himself against change. It's natural. We simply want to protect ourselves against change. And that change is particularly sometimes change for the better. So by its very nature, when we think about empowerment, it brings constant change because it encourages people to grow and to innovate. And so change is a price of progress. And I know it's not always easy to live, especially today, but we think about empowerment. Think about how today a lot of people don't like change. That's just a fact. And what we see, one of the most important responsibilities for leaders is to continually improve their teams and continually improve the people around them. So as a leader, you must you have to train yourself to embrace change, to desire it, to make it to make it a way for you. You know, it, it, it's got to happen. So effective leaders are not only willing to change, they become change agents. And the third barrier to empowerment I want to talk about today is lack of self-worth. That's huge. There's a saying that you can't lead a cavalry, right? You can't lead a cavalry charge if you think you look funny on a horse right how many people did that make sense still you can't you you can't lead a a, a cavalry charge if you think you look funny on a horse because right right there you're feeling like oh my god i don't even look good doing it self-conscious people are rarely good leaders are you a self-conscious leader because why? Because they're focusing on themselves. They worry about how they look. They worry about what other people think. They worry about what other people like. I mean, they can't give power to others because they feel that they have no power themselves. How many leaders have you met feeling inferior? The bottom line is you can't give what you don't have. And so what we know is that the best group of leaders, when you see them, they have a strong self-worth. They believe in themselves. They believe in their mission. They believe in the people they lead. And Buck Rogers says it that to those who have confidence in self, change is a stimulus because they believe one person can make a difference and influence what goes on around them. And these are the people we see every day. They're the doers and they're the motivators. They're also the empowerers. If there's anything I can tell you on this podcast is that only secure leaders are able to give themselves away. And Mark Twain tells us that in a remark one time, he says that, um, that great things happen when you don't care who gets the credit. And if you were to take that one step further, I could even add to that, that I believe the greatest things happen only when you give others the credit. So as you think about what we need to be helpful, what do we need to do as leaders? We have to remember, as strange as it sounds, great leaders give authority by giving it away. If you aspire to be a great leader, you must live by the law of empowerment. And that's my spill for today. It reminds us of scripture also when you think about the law of empowerment, how Jesus empowered his team to work. And we see that in Luke chapter 10. Verses 1 to 24, Jesus gave away his power to a team of 70 leaders and then he sent them out. And although they felt apprehensive about it, I mean, 
um, this whole ministry tour. I remember when I went to Paraguay with John and John Maxwell and Dominican Republic and you, you're out there ready to minister. But if you think about that scripture, he gave them everything they needed to succeed. So what he did, he equipped his leaders. And that's over in Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 24. Matter of fact, he appointed them and sent them out. We see that in verse 1. He gave them a meaningful task to prepare them for the their arrival. In verse 1, he tells them that, you know, he appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two. His two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. He gave away his power. He told them why their mission was so important. We see that. The mission was the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. He calmed their fears. You know, sometimes we get scared going on mission trips. I know just traveling 17 hours to Paraguay to do mission trips and just wondering, what am I going to do? Right? He calmed their fears with long preparation speeches. He cautioned them about you know, possible hardship. He told them about expert instructions, about scenarios. And we see he even prayed with them and affirmed their gifts and their future. Here's a question. How will you empower someone today as a leader in your team within your organization? How will you even find strong leaders to empower? As you contemplate this thought today, just remember, if you aspire to be a great leader, you must live by the law of empowerment. And so this is Dr. J at all times. You can find me at drsharonjohnson.net. In the meantime, stay beautiful, stay fabulous, and stay motivated.